0: Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're here to discuss another episode in the first season of The Perifio on Amazon Prime. What About Bob was written by Jamie Chan, directed by Vincenzo Natali. I really enjoyed this episode. I think we were missing some action the last couple of weeks and we got it in spades. Got an en- enigmatic new character in Bob. And we finally get to flesh out some of the details of what exactly led us here. I think that the acting was well done with Alita finally having a performance in which I am not fully annoyed by. And we get a confrontation which sets the stage of our protagonist against our antagonist even though I still feel as if we're only at the surface level in this world of the other power dynamics that can still be introduced here because Charisse feels very much like an isolated person event but does have a certain chain of command if you will well maybe not even chain of command but I'm sure she's one on a a board of many you know what i mean even that people as elevated as grace would still fear others right but sharice doesn't seem to feel fear anyone so that means they can only be her equal i think in the second season there is a lot i believe that they can do to to expand this world because it feels as if the book's Which I am probably gonna start reading. I'm already thinking about, like, ooh, I think I can get this at the library for free, for free on audiobook. People utilize the library. It is a very resourceful place for a lot of free shit. Not just books, they got magazines, there's essay writing, there's how to use a computer, there's resume building. Just an untapped resource. Get on that. Before we do, jump into the recap wherever you listen to this podcast Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. And let's get into it. One year ago, before Alita's disappearance, She runs into her now-deceased old beau, or beau, is how they call that, Grace, at the RI Institute. Is it? Wait, it's not RI Institute. It's just Research Institute, right? She isn't too keen on the casual reunion, considering when she began working here, Alita shunned her and left a strongly worded note on her desk, saying... You conniving bitch, if you fucking speak to me again, I will scratch your eyes out. Alita responds with she would have gone with the alliteration of conniving cunt, but Grace is pretty sure it's that bitch because she probably read it enough times that it's ingrained in her brain. Alita then asks her out for a drink for old time's sake, but Grace refuses as she is married now to a man with two kids. Alita laughed in her face and asked if the two children were a stipulation of the marriage. Do you really want Finally she chases after Grace and admits that she broke her heart, thus the meanogram. I did like the lighting choices in this opening scene at the bar despite Alita thinking they had the right sparks. Grace admits that she went to an AI therapist after things fell apart which is one way to put it and realized that she was a good girl that's bad and Alita was a bad girl that's good. I don't know what you heard about me put up this thing get a dollar out of me no Cadillac, no you see I'm a i also enjoyed the attention to detail to the glasses showing alita's clear longing as grace assesses that her desire to play with dollhouses miniature ones is a way in which she can feel safe considering her chaotic childhood feeling entirely too scrutinized alita takes control physically and with metaphors I think this is both a honey trap And a thirst trap She explains her eccentric hobby Was a way in which to feel empathy For other people and their lives By studying their positionings To which Grace responds lick it good Stop this just like you should My neck, my back Lick my and my crack. My neck, my, back. Lick my and my crack. My She then says after Alita says, is that what you want me to do? That she missed her so much. But Alita says, if you liked it, then you should have put a ring on it. Now, if you treated me better, <laughs> then then uh, you wouldn't have had to miss me. To which she says, do you want an apology? But no, she wants to know about her job. And since she's in an emotional, fragile place, she tells her all about it but I think she's actually eager to show off her work when they go back to the RI explaining they can do whatever they want in their Petri dish behind the steel door with only a dozen folks aware of what exactly they do. Sharice being one of the higher ups, she brings her into the room where we saw in episode one, the machine that is called the God font. She also made an allusion to the fact that because Alita's like, I thought we were watching a simulation. And they're like, yeah, we, we tell the to the lower echelons of society like, oh, good to know where I stand in this relationship in life. But that is an interesting factor considering they have been showing them data that they've been sifting through due to their experiments. She works in legumes and grains, right? And I am talking about Alita. And one of their experimentation is forestry. Grace is walking around very, very happy in her megalomaniac godlike fortress. She ain't shy about boasting about all the things that she can access in the RI and the stub. She admits that they are actively running 8,000 studies in the stub but the diamond is the behavior modification department who set up a shell company in the stub which got a contract with the u.s military to install the haptic implants burton and his friends have oh no i know for why well let's turn to the live demonstration (laughs) they set up a team and told them that the enemy is going to use wounded animals to try to draw them out. So when an injured dog appears, they should shoot it. However, the experiment, the haptics, that through the haptics, they subtly changed their chemistry. And it is in their compassion part of the brain. And that's probably why Burton's all, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> And while each one reacts based on their experiences, uh, one decides against all odds to go for the dog, which is an obvious trap. And I think it's because he couldn't reconcile that a helpless animal would be left on its own and gets blown up. His empathy is the death of him question was that kind of happened happened to hey bro what oh my god that is so fucked up that that is so fucked up also alita doesn't believe this is okay clearly seeing the wrongness of it all of any experiment that takes away or tampers with one's free will while grace over there happily pondering the impact if they can do this on a social level uh how it can change the world she believes it will dissipate mob violence and other potential threats with alita confirming what i was thinking which is sharice has already begun execute order 66 Luckily, they left the room when both women women are busted by Mario, but Grace is able to use her authority to thwart the questioning of Alita in particular. And it gets Mario not to file a report. Do we really need Alita to say she would kill for her eyes? We got it. We know it's the same person. That was the only thing that ruined that perfect opening it was about 13 minutes long too key west 2032 a man named robert o'connell going by a different name receives a package containing the sonic punch weapon and a phone before receiving a call from daniel who offers him 10 million dollars you already got 2.5 million in your bank account to kill the burtons And he doesn't understand why it's so hard for you people to take my money. That just makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. Oh, my, 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 my. He also doesn't understand. Well, he does in a way the concept of the carrot and the stick. But you're supposed to give the person the option first. (laughs) So when he's like, like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but you could fuck off. He tells him about the fact that he could call someone that he actually fears about his hidden daughter so he takes the job considering he is the butcher after all and has a huge body count and good at killing. Daniel does mention both versions of him so I'm now wondering if at any point in the show we're gonna get doppelgangers. Flynn gets a CAT scan, still traumatized about what she knows regarding everyone's future. Another well-lit scene. Frank is bowling with his boys until he glances over and sees Bob at the bar. He goes over, orders a drink for both himself and his friend. And he was expecting him to show up. Bob tells him he loved him like a brother saying that I could have let this slide, but you brought my daughter into this, saying that she is just as grown as his three boys. When his three boys decided that they were going to escort Bob out, for some reason knowing his name, but not realizing they should fear him, the entire bloodline is eliminated. Jesus Christ. Bob said, Let this be a lesson. And the lesson is when it's you or me, you better choose you because I will kill your entire family, whereas only you need die. Only you need die. Daniel calls him with the when and where to ambush the fishers after a spinal tap procedure. Before a surviving family member decided not to value his second lease on life, gets murdered via the, well, first he gets struck by the sonic punch gun, which paralyzes him, then is ran over with Bob's car. Billy Ann finds the money Jasper stole the next day when she wakes up and goes about her daily chores confronts him about it he swears corbett gave it to him and she wants to know what he wants to return he lies his ass off to de-escalate the situation even saying oh i can give it back to him girl you got blinders on when it comes to your husband and everybody know it diddy informs flynn at the hospital or urgent care that she has a bacterial infection in her occipital lobe Basically her visualization. So the lumbar puncture procedure will identify which bacteria. And as soon as I said her visualization or her, well, she said her, uh, visualization, I was like, wait a minute, her eyeball, something she scanned and put into her eyeball. Is that what she put into her brain? And why is it bacterial? I thought it was from the chair. I assumed it was this was like a I think the spasms is due to the headset usage but I'm starting to believe that this other issue has to do with what she stole that she doesn't even know she has Bob calls his daughter once he has set up his ambush on the bridge in the guise of an insurance company advising that her policy is to be terminated And that she needs to find other insurance. Basically, Molly, you in danger, girl. You need to relocate. She wanted to continue her relationship with her father. But he essentially says, I mean, she really did whisper. Oh, God, dad. They can hear that, too. But he knows that either he'll be disappearing for good or soon to possibly die. She admits that she is pregnant and he gets emotional, but... He shut that part of himself off so quick, going back to business. Billy Ann sees Bob's car stopped and broken down in the ruse to lure Flynn and Burton. And she decides to make this a moment about feminism. I am woman, hear me roar In numbers too big to ignore And I know too much to go back and pretend shut the fuck up i mean i'm glad she was there but sometimes people need to just back the fuck up it ain't got nothing to do with you being a woman i don't want your assistance i've called someone i'm good while bob makes it to the window for some reason burton forgot the urgency of life at the moment and hesitated to act after not one but two warnings from his sister who said shoot him Then has the audacity to crash the damn car suddenly unable to drive in a high stress scenario. Honestly, I feel like they played my boy. The shootout ends when Billy Ann is able to take him down with a shotgun. She looked badass with the shotgun, but it also felt like every other type of this, this, this feminine shot. Though Burton got two in the chest, but he was wearing a vest. Tommy, a.k.a. Darius Rucker, ain't stupid at all. Once he gets to the crime scene, Flint's like, oh, you do this to suspects trying to figure out what he's thinking. But he quickly is like, look, girl, you, 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 you got some shit going on. And the reason why your brother did not take care of the situation right here on this bridge is because Homeland Security would show up. And the fact that he's still alive means it can remain a local matter. So it's not his good nature. It is the fact that y'all are balls deep into something. And I need you to tell me about it. She demires once again. So Tommy tries to share his first memory of her in an effort to remind her how far back they go. Apparently when she was in first grade he was in third grade she stole earthworms because she didn't want them to be dissected and was raging out in the principal's office it made an impression and he says using a onion metaphor that the little girl is still inside of her and he feels the need to protect her but needs her help she said i'm sorry tommy i ain't got nothing for you While she refuses to bring Tommy in, Burton is updated about how much Billy Ann actually knows. And while he does respect the fact that she saved his ass, he doesn't trust her husband. As Burton is contemplating how this unraveling with who knows what is fucking up his stress level, mama has been caught up about the dead bodies in the backyard. Well, I've done all I can do. There's a lot of Uncle Charles metaphors. Too many, if I'm being quite frank. Mama tells them this arrangement they have seems one-sided where the consequences for them are far more dire. They are too dependent on their benefactors. So Flynn goes back in to confront Wilf, who is happy to see her, but confused about why she's upset until she blows up about the fact that They received no warning, which is something he's supposed to have been, you know, on. Nor is he aware of the aftermath. It's like, is everyone okay? (laughs) (laughs) She asked if he is emotionally manipulating her with the haptic drift. He's like, I don't even know what a haptic drift is. Why do you keep using all this terminology? He is clearly far more in the dark than he realizes. But I'm just like, dude, are you just an errand boy? My thing is your sister is missing and you would think you would do a little bit more to to figure out why that is not just allowing Lev to take full full control of the situation particularly after what you just heard him say last episode about the fact that they're doing all this shit it's illegal I I suppose part of him is accustomed to the corruptness Right, because he is part of a part of the pretty much the criminal sect or the clut. But I feel with your sister involved and someone you are having feelings for as well. That you would be a little bit more proactive. I don't know. At least he does help her out in this situation after she admits that she has feelings for him And she wonders if it's a mistake, trusting him. He says, no, I got you, girl, and takes her to the R.I. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, Flynn, how does this at all, at all, helps you get leverage in the situation? (laughs) I need you to know something, to know more. I, I, I wanted them to team up and get a little bit more... I don't know, more insidious of an operation to figure out exactly what they are in the dark about, but maybe that's the next episode, but it felt when she went back, she was just more like, are you lying to me? This is about my feelings. Bob spills all the tea in an effort to get Tommy to let him go on the way to the station, offering him up the 2.5 million. Now, how are you going to get that to my bank account? But he is more importantly, how am I supposed to explain this to anybody in this small ass town? They know exactly what my income is, but he is more interested in what the fuck is going on and how it relates to Flynn before he could tell him to fuck off. His car is struck by another using Invisalign for cars. (laughs) Tommy bruised watches as they drag Bob away and drive off. What the hell is going on? Bob did warn him that his life was about to get a whole lot more interesting. I just put a put a timer on it. They coming for me, and now they coming for you because I'm telling you everything. I'm making you a part of this. Wilf, to prove his loyalty, he has stated takes Flynn to R.I. to confront Charisse. However, he wonders if he made a mistake. Immediately telling her, it's one thing to fend off an attacker. Another to be the assailant because she wants to walk in there, Flynn, and give her a piece of her mind about the fact that she keeps trying to kill her and doesn't even know why. She called him a lurker. He recalls how he met Lev at 12 years old, neoprisms. We've heard that prior, right? Dissatisfied with the developing corrupt world, this he stated shortly was after the jackpot what world isn't corrupt though in some capacity there is no such thing as a euphoria or utopia when there's humans involved all right so unless we're gonna just turn into artificial inte- intelligence uh we're, we're we're always gonna be in a corrupt society he admits to slashing their leader's neck with a snake knife a snake a steak knife because he was made to to serve them lunch before gunning down four of his companions he says i didn't think of of the weight because i never could have imagined it 12 year old you sounds like a badass does that mean 28 year old you is a pacifist and are you really supposed to be 28 sharice tries to kill her twice of course she can make peace with whatever the fuck she wants to complain in her message when she confronts her so i don't know why he had to caution her like she cared the their uh their confrontation i thought was good In the sense that both actors were able to bring it, even though Tania Miller, she steals the show. The way she coyly acknowledged that, yeah, she could hurt me in this peripheral body. But the way in which she bit back at the fact or the idea, like she's charmed. She's not at all intimidated. But the moment where she actually does anger saying, you know, you don't know pain She's like, bitch, you don't know a damn thing about pain. I have lived through the fucking end of the world. Get the fuck out of my face with that. Like, that's the line you ain't gonna cross, bitch. <laughs> Try to tell me. I'm like the people back home. No, no, bitch. Those are my puppets. I'm worse. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot, hot. Drop it like it's hot. hot drop it like it's hot, hot. When the pigs try to get at you. Hot, alc- it like hot, hot, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a nigga get a attitude. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. hot pop it like it's hot. hot I got the rolly on my arm and I'm pouring Sean down and I'm the best weed cause I got it going on. I did like all of the action scenes including this one. It was believable. The fight between the two women. However, I will say Flynn snapping her neck and leaving triumphantly. I didn't believe it. I just, I didn't. It's like the moment where Michonne was beaten. It was like, yeah, you're going to have to give me an opponent, I believe, or a situation scenario in which, I mean, Cherise really, but she is doing something on the low, low. But I can't believe that Daniel wouldn't be somewhere ready to take out her enemy. Especially as she scanned her face and that man just been in his host body for a while now. Plus, Sharice don't even seem like the character that would play these games. She would have turned insidious and sent like a peripheral of her brother or some shit. (laughs) Or Tommy having this confrontation plan on deck. Like several other people she could just come out and fuck with her. To have this conversation. I think as much as I love that. It would have been better. If she did something. If that had happened. Because that feels more honestly. Organically a Sharice. Like I'm not going to get my hands. Physically dirty. Unless I'm approaching someone. Even close to my level. And I don't think she has. That much respect. For for Flynn or even acknowledgement they're a means to an end either you stole it or Alita stole it either way you're gonna fucking die because I don't you're part of the 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 cleanup I gotta sweep you up all right it's not even personal you're just a dustmite. so that's why I would have believed it more if she had sent out a peripheral of but i understand they wanted to get the scene of someone she knew to take her down a peg but uh really great episode i gave it a 9.6 out of 10 i am very much looking forward to the next one which shall be coming on friday once again if you want to send feedback blacker couch at gmail.com my social media will be below like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic I'm yeah. yeah. hustling, hustling, hustling